Welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we woman-splain the latest technology. I'm your host, Florence Ion. I'm joined here by my co-host, Caitlin McGarry. Hi. Hi, Flo. Hi. So good to see you. Frantically. I know. She's waving at me. It's so cute. Did you have a nice holiday? I did. It was jam-packed. I was all over the place. Uh, But as we discussed, I saw a bunch of kids, which was great. Had a lot of quality family time. Yeah, that's nice. great. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, I fell down the stairs, so so <laughs> <laughs> I leave you alone for four days, <laughs> and I come back Just and you're injured. Slipped and went down. How? And I had a, a beautiful bruise on my butt that was just like perfectly where I fell on the edge of the stair. I just really want to thank my butt for taking my fall. You know what? You really don't understand how much your body like takes life for you until you fall downstairs. They work. They work hard for us. They really do. Um, So this was in your home where you are familiar with the stair setup. Yes. Yes. It's (laughs) me and wood. It's like me and ricotta. We like don't get along. So like me and wood flooring, we just don't get along. Mm -hmm. So I have been sockless for the last five days to ensure that I no longer injure myself. Right. So my feet are cold, mm-hmm. but I'm healing. Yes. You need a you need a solid so just, grip on those feet. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, <laughs> just a little update okay. where I'm at physically. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I promise we're not talking about my personal injuries today. We're actually going to be unwrapping our Spotify wrapped playlists because if the day that we're recording this, everybody has been posting en masse on social media of all sorts. You can't miss it. Their playlist. can't miss it. You can't miss mm-hmm. it. It's everywhere. Uh, and it appears that we're all very sad. We're all very, very sad. The, the, we're going through something. The Spotify wrapped playlists have been pretty devastating from what I've seen so far. So I love this for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to be a great episode. We're going to have Brianna Provenzano on in a little bit to talk about that and just like what's been going on with Spotify because they've been doing more than just reminding us how deeply sad we are on the inside. Yes. Woo. Yes. There's <laughs> so, a lot going on there. So fun. Um, full disclosure, you know, Gizmodo, we are a journalistic outlet and I personally do not cover Spotify because my husband is employed there. So my thoughts here are just as a Spotify user. That's correct. Yes. Uh, well, before we get into the Spotify of it all, we're also going to talk actually about Jack Dorsey. Because while everybody was still reeling from the Thanksgiving tofurkey, Jack decided that he was going to step down from Twitter. So should probably get into yeah. what that's going to mean for those of us who still hang out on that social network. <laughs> Too many of us still on that hell site every day. <laughs> I mean, hell is nice and warm. So mm. I think that's why we've been hanging out sure. there. Yeah, you know. we're we're addicted. We can't stop ourselves. Sure. Uh, Caitlin and I, we're also going to fangirl a little bit over music today because, you know, we're always sharing what we're listening to. Caitlin, you've been to so many concerts and I feel like we should have some fun yeah. to round off the episode and hopefully y'all will enjoy uh, you know, tuning into that. Mm-hmm. But before we get to all of it, I would like to announce. Oh, God. I have officially finished my keyboard review for the Keychron Q1. This has been months, months in the making. I'm 
So months in my closet. So, so proud of you. <laughs> now I just have to actually edit it and publish it. So we're. I'm really we're sorry. It turned into 2,200 words, oh, a diatribe uh, about my journey through customizing mechanical okay. keyboards and. I just want to give everybody something to look for. No, no, <laughs> from we me. we really need people to understand what they're in for, and it's going to be a treat. Yes. Oh, I love this keyboard so much. I can't wait for you guys to read the <laughs> review. I'm excited. I I, re- I yes. am because I, I actually got a chance to like customize it. Um, so I'm excited about that. I also would like to announce just for us here mm-hmm. at Gadgets proper that we are officially featured on the Discover page in the Pocket Casts app. So cool. So again. Very exciting. I hope a lot of people <laughs> discover us that way. And uh, yeah, Please. pretty cool to open, you know, the app and see your podcast just mm-hmm. chilling at the top there. So love it. Yes. Thank you, po- Pocket Casts. Know- we appreciate you very much. Thank you so much, Pocket Casts. And if you are an Apple Podcast user, you can see us on your main page. If you leave us a five- Five-star five star yep. review. Just Nothing less than five stars. Leave it. We don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if nope. you whatever you put in the comment section is up nope. to you, but five stars will help us immensely. Nothing but five stars and glowing reviews. Thank you. <laughs> Precisely. Don't put anything in there. Come on. Come on. Be nice. Uh, be nice. Help us out. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, Jack. Well, well, well. Jack stepped down and broke his crown. Oh, I actually gosh. don't remember the rhyme to that, by the way. You've been workshopping this for <laughs> longer than people would expect. A few hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still not sure if we nailed it, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get better at this. Listen, Jack Dorsey, he resigned from Twitter. Right. CEO of Twitter. Let's let's set this set the stage. Yes. The CEO of Twitter who founded Twitter mm-hmm. in San Francisco almost a decade ago or more than a decade ago, probably by now. What is time? Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I know I've been on it for like Mm, since 2008, mm-hmm. which I guess would put me in like a 13 year ter- territory, which is why do you do this wild. every episode? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm really dealing with this whole aging thing I right know now. So you all, are. I'm just count. I know. So we both I been know. on I Twitter just... for 13 years. Thank you, Flo, for the reminder. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <sighs> so anyway. Jack, Dorsey, Jack Dorsey, yes, has departed. Twitter. He resigned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He announced that he has resigned from Twitter. And I don't mean the Chrissy Teigen, I'm leaving and I'm coming back again. No, I think he's officially done. Yeah, well, he handed the CEO title over to someone else. And I feel like that's a no-take-backs situation. So, Precisely. Yeah. He's handing the reins over to Twitter Chief Technology Officer Parag Agrawal, who is now the CEO. And he's he's leaving the board. He's, you know, focusing full time on presumably his other company, Square, but also probably some, some crypto stuff, as we talked about last probably. week. That's, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I feel like this is this is what's happening. Uh, this is what's happening now. Like everyone in Silicon Valley and just in technology overall is just going full in on web three blockchain crypto 
all of the money is being funneled directly into this area. So it's going to happen regardless of whether any of us actually want it to happen. Like it's, it's happening. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Jack. What if Square just becomes like a full, like crypto company? I don't know. I mean, I look, fintech is like the super hot buzzword and 2022, I think is gonna, it's, you're just going to mm-hmm. see it taking over the headlines on the tech blogs. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what he's deciding to shift his focus to. It is interesting, though, because we've been following Jack Dorsey again for all this time. And he's had a metamorphosis, just kind of like the rest of us have, where he started out as this like beanie wearing tech bro, to say the least. Uh, he's still a tech bro, but... Sure. Mm-hmm. I, but he like stopped eating he started meditating oh yeah that's right he stopped eating the beard is a whole i don't what is with these men who do not care what they look like it's just so strange to me (laughs) i'm like mark zuckerberg with the with the short bang situation and jack with the to be fair it was november so that's you know maybe no excuses he's been doing this he's been doing this for far too long to chalk it up to a (laughs) (laughs) to a charitable cause. Which is why it's interesting to hear about this cryptocurrency because I feel like, or just whatever the heck it is that he might be doing, because I feel like that is the general... I I just feel like that's where tech is going to try and get away from the tech of it all, if that makes sense. It's like, Mm. well, let's try something a little more organic, so to speak. And the idea is that the NFT, the cryptocurrency, like that all exists in the cloud. It's just something a little more ethereal. I, I'm I'm a little concerned. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think no one quite knows what it is yet or where it will end up. And it's kind of like, you know, back when tech sort of used to be exciting, like you didn't know what the next big app was going to be. You didn't know what phones would look like like virtual reality wasn't a thing for a while and now it's like things haven't been exciting for quite some time and i think now everybody's like oh this is the next thing like we don't know what it is yet but this is the next thing and that's i guess exciting but it's also terrifying because we're making this new world in real time and like no one knows what they're doing (laughs) but jack dorsey will be there yep (laughs) <laughs> yep. I think the other thing, just to your point about how, you know, we would get excited over VR and devices and things like that is as consumers, this does not feel accessible to me, the cryptocurrency and NFT. You know, I have made jokes about how much I love gambling in Vegas, but that's like, that's small change, con- you know, compared to sure. what people are trading on the internet, let's just say. And so this feels like very much a, is it some classism associated oh, with crypto- sure. cryptocurrency and nfts just kind of like oh yeah if you're rich of course it's totally what you're doing but like back in the day i wasn't trading on e-trade if i didn't have money right because that's the stock market mm-hmm. so yeah yeah we'll see where jack we'll see where jack heads we'll see if he's still eating tofu <laughs> by that time i don't know if he eats tofu now because i guess he's not eating anything mm-hmm. um who's to, who's to say? i will say <laughs> <laughs> There's some interesting movements happening on Twitter now that we have a new CTO, excuse me, CEO. Uh, we have new folks coming in. And it's interesting if this is going to be a change into how Twitter handles its people policy. So 
the day after Jack stepped down, the new headline was that Twitter was going to ban sharing photos of private individuals without their consent. And this it was kind of muddy, like what exactly this meant. It was like, oh my God, now I can't share like celebrity memes. How am I going to live in life? But sure. the good news is you still can. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I'll explain in a second. So Shoshana did a great write-up over at Gizmodo. We're going to link to that in the show notes. And basically, what you need to know is Twitter's overhauled its private information policies to explicitly ban sharing pictures or videos of private individuals without their consent. So think things like revenge porn or maybe somebody posts, I don't know, I'm going to say for me, I would hate it if somebody posted a photo of my kid sure. without my consent. Mm-hmm. Like that would, like it seems, I would hope that this is something like that would help. It seems like a good policy, right? But I think we're already seeing yeah. like how things can quickly go awry because it's the internet and that's what happens. <laughs> yes. And of course, Twitter mentions uh, in a quote, the misuse of private media can affect everyone, but can have a disproportionate effect on women, activists, dissidents, and members of minority communities. So it, you know, this this is a good policy from the top down, at least. Uh, the company does state that it needs a first-person report to determine whether the media actually features some sort of imagery that's being shared without the victim's permission. And the reports can either come from the person who is being depicted in the post or from a legal rep, like a lawyer. But it Perhaps seems, I should lawyer up for Twitter. Well, but yes. it seems like anyone, though, could claim, like, I don't know how how thoroughly the claims are being investigated or if they're just like, oh, someone said that this was them in the photo. We're going to just take it down. Like, this could have a real ripple effect, I think. It's clearly set out to be a positive thing. But, you know, like, there are places in the world where there are, you know, different laws and... I don't know if Twitter is going to try to apply this evenly in every country. And so things could get Mm -hmm. messy pretty quickly. I think we're already starting to see, you know, people testing this and trying to figure out ways to uh, use it in, you know, not the way it's intended. So I there's just always these like just always consequences and we don't know how it's Mm going to play out. I wonder if it will turn into a situation like on Instagram. Granted, it, Instagram is a different company, but I see a lot of complaints from like the artists, the creators, and just like the people I follow on there that their stuff is getting shadow banned or they'll have somebody complaining about that their stuff is too political or it's uh, – or, you know, this is offending like my so-called – let's just say it. It's just – white people complaining about so-called racism, which is not really happening. And that will have posts that are taken down, even though it's not what is actually happening in vain. So I'm curious if we think that this is really going to have an impact or if this is just kind of a blanket way to say, hey, Jack Dorsey has left and look at us. We're making some changes to make this place feel a little safer for you. I I think it's going to go downhill really quickly. I I just don't think that I I really Fair. do because people people are not out here trying to use Twitter in the best possible way. Like we've seen what happens on Twitter and Twitter users you know they are just always doing the most and I feel like we are. While this was set out to be a positive thing, I I really think people are just going to be reporting stuff left and right and trying to get things taken down when they should not be. So I I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see how it plays out. 
but <laughs> I don't have high hopes as, for as any of everything. these social platforms. Yeah, I just think they're all like ju- they're all just throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, I agree. The, so just to kind of wrap this up, the new policies to know about the policy doesn't apply to media featuring public figures, which means housewives memes are fine. They're protected. Always bringing I'm it assuming. back to housewives. I love. Please, this. Sonia Morgan, I- don't complain. <laughs> Well, I follow all these wonderful meme accounts. I need them to keep going. Otherwise, how am I going to, you know? I mean, public figures, like, they they know what they're in for. That's fine. If you're on Bravo, you know what you're in for, baby. Uh, So, you know. (laughs) Second, (laughs) the new policy is not going to apply to pictures or clips that are shared in the public interest or add value to public discourse. So, I'm wondering what that means. Like, this is what I'm saying. Everything is written with a legal loophole, I swear yeah. to God. They're just going to apply it selectively. Some people are going to be able to post photos. Some people aren't. It's going to be a whole thing. And then in will come the stream of Twitter banned my post because somebody complained I did this. So I guess it'll end up like Instagram. Right. Yeah, I'm being I'm being deplatformed. I'm just saying it right now. That's what we're going to hear. Ugh. Anyway. Well, anyway, it's all wait and see at this point. Yep. Let's take a quick break, and when we're back, let's unwrap those playlists, shall we? I'm ready. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well... This morning, we all found out how sad we are, thanks to the Spotify wrapped playlists. And so to join us to talk not only about the playlists, but also just some of the things that have been going on with Spotify, we've got Brianna Provenzano, <laughs> one of our... I love that you go full Italian when you say her name. <laughs> I also love it. It's great. I've been practicing my house of Gucci, oh uh, you know, accent, so... <laughs> Most been mentored by Lady Gaga herself on the pronunciation. Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't. By the way, I haven't been hearing good Listen, things I'm about that. I'm ignoring every review. I'm going to see it and love it, and I do not get <laughs> precisely. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're not. It's fine. You let oh, us I know, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to talk Spotify, and who knows better about that than honestly the three of us? Because what we're all Spotify users here, correct? Um, Spotify correspondents and resident yes, sad girls. Home- Can we talk about our playlist real quick? Wow. Just fully. Let's just jump into it. Yeah, let's go. Caitlin said said hers dragged her. I was fully roasted by my Spotify wrapped. Like, and just, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, so you were sharing Spotify. So I don't know, Brianna, do you use the share feature on Spotify to like post on Instagram and be like. I mean, I did. As I was. I was, I mean, I was watching everyone else's and I was writing about it at the same time. And I was like, I'm not going to share mine. And then it was just so easy to share. It's so shareable. They get you. They no, really know how to I get know. you. Yeah. 
But I mean, once in a while, like, do you ever use the share function to just like post into Instagram story and be like, this is the song I I'm do. vibing to? I okay. I'm sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do. Exactly. Sometimes I need to, you know, just give everyone a little hint that I'm sad. Exactly. Too, so. Like, hey, I love oh, this man. song. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caitlin, exactly. I will be very honest. There were a couple times when you were posting, because I didn't know who Phoebe was until you started Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe Bridges. Is how you say her name. Can we? Bridgers. Okay. I didn't know if the R was silent or not. <laughs> Why would the R be? <laughs> like, Why would the R Like, be you know silent? how, because in the British accent, the R is silent sometimes. <laughs> so I was, I don't know. I was just. Like repertoire. I don't. Yes. Thank <laughs> you, Brianna. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Phoebe Bridgers. I posted a lot of her songs and I got a lot of like, are you fine? And I'm like, yes, but you know, my musical taste is uh, yeah. depressing as all. <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, you know, be having a moment on the Spotify Wrapped. It's you know, she's the sad girl autumn um, mascot, yeah. so mm-hmm. it makes sense. A lot of people had Phoebe in their top artist this year. Was yours just as sad? Just everybody depressing. You know who creeps into mine every year? And I would never associate myself with as like a super fan, but Taylor Swift, always in my oh, top five. A lot of she people had her year, on. Every, every year. year. A lot of wow. people had her on. She comes out with new music constantly. That's true. She's had like two albums every year for the past few years. But like, I am actually a Taylor super fan and she's never in my top five, which brings us to wow. the Spotify wrapped conspiracy theories. Brianna, some people think... That Wrapped is not is not quite as accurate as Spotify would have us believe. What do you think? Oh, what? People are saying it. You know, I can't help but notice uh, my own Some people um, are saying wrap up. <laughs> Yeah, well, I couldn't help but notice in my own results that uh, my most frequently played song, I only played it, according to Spotify, 25 times in a year. I mean, I, I play some songs 25 times in a week. So the numbers did seem a little wonky just mm-hmm, anecdotally. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are people do be saying online that <laughs> these numbers are a little suspicious. Um, far be it from me to accuse Spotify of making up this data. I, by and large, it seems mostly accurate. But, yeah, uh, I haven't changed the numbers in any kind of meaningful <laughs> way. I'll have to put it away. Yeah, that. I need to. I need to do some calculations because Lana Del Rey is in my top five, and like, listen, she has a problematic fave, but I think I listen to Taylor far more often. Interesting. I know. We need to get to the bottom mm. of this. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it ranks based on just this is just an idea. If it ranks based on whether you had it in like a Discover Weekly playlist or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just thinking about that. Cause there's it's just been an interesting journey. So Spotify is not my primary music. It, oh. It is my primary streaming service. But I also pay for a service called Digitally Imported, which some of maybe the extremely online nerds might know what I'm talking about. Not us. It's no. like 70 bucks a year. <laughs> and it's it's a holdover from the from like the old days of the internet. But basically I love electronic music, I love dance music and synthwave, and so it's a great place to get that. But I also they have an amazing like ambient station, which is and space music, which is what I play when I work all day because I can't listen to music. Anything with lyrics will make me want to like daydream instead of writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so, gotta stay focused. Yeah. 
That's why my Spotify rap unwrapped is um, not usually very uh, interesting mm-hmm. to me because it's always Tycho because that's just my like background uh, yeah. writing yeah. music, mm-hmm. which doesn't really tell me anything about <laughs> myself. But I have to work in complete silence. Actually, I can't. I know, wow. like any, like I, I, I feel a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> like there's. If it's if anything is playing, I'm just like, why is this so loud? It could be on the lowest possible volume. And I'm like, why is this so loud? Like, <laughs> and I'm doing it to myself. Yeah. That's why I do ambient music because I can't listen to anything. Oh my gosh. I've had people yell at me, like, but don't you want to like hang out with a bunch of people and work in a group? And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, absolutely not. No. I want to be alone in a room so I can write. <laughs> Mm-hmm. we're just gonna we're chat all very the whole time antisocial sad people that's what spotify has told us <laughs> honestly i think we might all have the three of us might have that yeah. in common yeah what were all your right. um musical auras your adjectives oh, that you boy. guys got mine were yearning and focused which is like Ooh. very on brand for me honestly okay. i had yearning as well oh, okay and wistful which both mean the same thing. I'm yep. pretty sure they're yep. like polite ways of saying depressed. So <laughs> you're yearning and also wistful, so you've got that going yeah. for you. <laughs> I'm really wanting a lot of things that aren't uh, panning out for me. That's... <laughs> it's okay. Everything's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. I am euphoric. Was Ooh. mine, which wow. I found interesting. But I think that has to do with the fact that I listen to a lot of um, like progressive trance mm-hmm. and it thinks just you're like high all of the time. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I'm like, what listen, Spotify is would saying. I love to be like, <laughs> would I love to be waving my hands in a club right now, just not caring about anything? Absolutely, yes. I love. That's what I try to do for 2021. Yeah, really that's hard great energy. <laughs> I mean, it's less depressing than than ours. <laughs> I can't be in Vegas, but I can have Vegas in my mm-hmm. ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Without the lights that give me migraines, which I unfortunately get that now. Happens. Thanks. Um, so the interesting thing about Spotify Wrapped is obviously how shareable it is. Like we're seeing it. It's going right. to be throughout this whole week. Just nothing but people's, you know, playlists. And I think that's interesting because, Brianna, you've written about this. Spotify is also like doing a ton just to get people to stay in the app. You know, they're adding stuff besides music. They're getting into audiobooks. They're turning into TikTok. Like, so they've nailed it with Spotify wrapped. But what what's going on with the TikTokification of this app? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it, exactly like you said, I think they really um, struck gold with Spotify wrapped. And I think that they know that. Um, so everything that they're rolling out now is just designed to be even more shareable. So the TikTokification is um, basically, I think they're implementing like um, a vertical feed uh, where you can scroll through. They're not really music videos, but think of them like music videos. It's in their canvas format where it's just like these little, a few second clips of like a highly stylized, like it, it looks like a music video and they're really cool. I think the artists have a lot of Mm -hmm. input Um, and it makes sense. You know what? I'm going to say in defense of Spotify, it makes the most sense for Spotify to do a TikTokification because mm-hmm. TikTok integrates music right. so heavily and it makes sense to have a visual component with music and an audio component with the visual. So they kind of make the most sense. I don't know if some of these other apps that are doing a TikTokification make a ton of sense. But anyway, um, yeah. And Spotify has also rolled out some other um, kind of like personalized features this year they had the only you 
tab, which was like literally your zodiac. Oh, yeah, the zodiac. Um, yeah. Your sign and moon sign and your rising sign, which artists and songs are all of those things. So yeah, they know people love to sort of talk about themselves and they it's love true. a personalized recommendation and that's what people love to share. And it's like, it is pretty fun. So can't we, knock it. But look, we just did a whole segment where we were all just like, yeah, this is what I listen to and I'm doing this and doing it's that. And so it is, yeah. it is super fun. It reminds me of, listen guys, it reminds me of being young. Whoa. Oh my God. I cannot with you. <laughs> Brianna, before you got here, Every I was. Every episode. I was, it, she's yeah, like, complaining. Remember when we were I young, just, decades and decades ago? And I'm like, I need to go oh, deal I with this. Seriously. I know. Oh my goodness. I need to, I need to go Listen deal to more with more of your EDM yeah. flow to put you in the trans zone. We <laughs> got to get you into a real club so you feel that young spirit uh, again. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, I said I would wait until my kid was was uh, vaccinated. Okay. That I would not like share that much space with people That's until fair. she's fully well, safe from that. I'll be waiting yes. by the phone. We're gonna so. we're gonna wait for you to share <laughs> share your Spotify playlist. But Flo, you have also been testing. So Spotify is not just like into the app thing anymore. They're like doing a lot, and re- you can't even buy this yet. But Flo, you've been testing this hardware that they came out with it's like you can if you're on an invite list you can get it so you somehow got your hands on it and you're you're writing about it soon but what is this thing it's like a gadget that they came out with it's a thing it's the car thing thing. oh it's literally called the car car thing thing. yeah okay it's called the car thing i mean that's that's Um, a great name just call it what it is it's a car thing (laughs) it's quite literally a thing so it's literally just a little device that you put onto a magnetic uh, holster that goes into your air vent. And it has a big knob so you can turn the volume up and down. And it has touchscreen controls so you can look through your playlists. And that's it. That's it. That's all it does. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's it. Uh, Yeah. mm. So it's just just an interface for for Spotify completely. (laughs) Yeah, it's just an interface for Spotify completely. I have a, my car was uh, made, I bought it in 2008. And so I have like Bluetooth in my car, but just for phone. And so what I did is I yanked out, and I'll explain this more in the review, but I yanked out an old like iPod hookup I used to have and I turned it into an aux port. So I could just plug in like a regular old wire. To get the car thing to work, I have to connect it to my phone via Bluetooth, and then my phone has to be physically tethered to that aux cable. Mm-hmm. And because I'm using a new Android phone, it has no headphone jack. So I have one of those ugly little USB-C mm-hmm. dongles hanging off of it, like a little you know rat's tail, and I have to like plug it in every time. It's it, it's it would be the less most... complicated to just have a boombox yes, in yes. the car with you, <laughs> just a tape player sitting in the seat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I used to have a Bluetooth transmitter that worked through the Google Assistant, which worked impeccably compared to this. And again, I'll go more into this in the write-up, but this thing is almost 80 bucks after shipping and it does not have navigation. So it's literally just to play Spotify. And it's, if you don't have like an Mm in-car display, right? It's like, okay. So the target market for this must be like a handful of people. A teenager who has inherited their mom's 2005 Honda Civic. Mm, very specific. That's okay. who it's for. That's who it's for. Well, 
I eagerly <laughs> await your review. <laughs> As someone who I just, is not, we any just of those sold things. my husband's car. <laughs> we just sold his Honda Civic to a sixteen-year-old, okay. and we see it around town all the time. So like, it's, I'm thinking of it wistfully. From, this is directly ripped from real life. I feel, yeah. Yes. Okay. So well, we'll wait for your review. Uh, if you are thinking about signing up to purchase car thing, just yeah. wait. <laughs> just just hold off. Yeah. Just wait. Um, Brianna, is there anything else that we should know about these wrapped playlists and just what Spotify is up to before we let you go? No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, tag me in yours online. I would love to see. I don't know. I want to see everybody's. Everyone's so um, cynical about them, but I like to know what's going on with everybody's. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't. So I don't have any uh, other. I don't know why people are like, I can't believe people are sharing their wrapped play. I'm like. Oh my what God. else do we it's have? Because people are full of themselves. You just want on? to be superior. Yeah. I want to have the weirdest uh, genre that anybody's gotten as their like top oh, played. I got like something called bubble grunge, which I don't even know. Perfect. What this is exactly that should be the investigation. Is Spotify just making up yeah. genres? Yes. Yeah. Can yes. we publish that now? Yes. What is bubble grunge and a Gizmodo investigation? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I can't even think of anything I listen to that could qualify as grunge, let alone bubble grunge. I don't know. <laughs> Time to get you some boots, some really heavy boots. No, I do mm-hmm. need some boots. Okay, I like this for me. <laughs> Brianna, <laughs> thank you so much for joining uh, us. Thank you so we much. Thanks for you. A pleasure as always. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Caitlin, I believe it was Madonna who said that music makes the people come together. Oh, oh thank you. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> I can see that video in my head so clearly, by the way. Same. Like the, same. she was doing like Absolutely the whole rhinestone same. cowgirl. Wow. What an era. That would be a fun, by the way, Halloween group costume, all of Madonna's different eras. Hello. Mm-hmm. I can't Next, believe you maybe, waited maybe until 2022 first to bring that up. But I know. Okay. I know. Perhaps the Gizmodo Halloween costume of 2022. Yes. We'll see. The gadgets we'll see. group costume. We'll make it happen. Okay. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we were just talking about some of the music that was kind of fueling us for the year. And so we figured it'd be kind of fun to, you know, if anybody wants to tag us on, you know, as Brianna said, if anybody wants to tag us on their end of the year retrospectives, like, mm-hmm. please do. I mow that flow on Twitter. Caitlin is Caitlin underscore McGarry. We're still trying to buy the original oh. handle from the person who owns oh it. But the gadgets handle is impossible to get. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, yes. Caitlin, what what do we have in common well. as far as music goes? <laughs> Um, not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> I don't I think. Mean, have, look, I, have I seen your your wrapped yet? Did you did you post it anywhere? I posted just the bands. Okay. 
the bands, the groups, mm-hmm. the artists, the I'm people. I'm pulling it up right now because I'm dying to know. It's been a weird year for music. Like, Caitlin, I didn't really know three of the people that were on your list, I didn't by know the way. any of the ones on your list. Um, it's the micro genres. I think it's the micro genres. And I'm finding that what I listen to that's new just comes from the artists that keep getting served to me yes. through the algorithm. It's a rabbit hole. Um, yeah. I found a lot of these artists just by, you know, when you're done listening to an album that you like, it just starts playing stuff that sounds similar to that. And you're like, oh, I like this too. Oh, I like this too. And that's really, honestly, probably the best algorithm, I would say. Music apps and the algorithm is the only one that's good. All the other algorithms are bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why can't why can't Netflix use Spotify's machine learning to figure out? Like, Netflix still has no idea what I want to watch. It's always like, you yeah. watch this premiere drama, you must want to watch a Great British Baking Show, and I'm like, what? Like, you don't know me at all, Netflix. <laughs> It's distressing. (laughs) It is distressing. It makes it really hard also to kind of pinpoint something to watch. But at least with like Spotify, I was just thinking about how now that we're in this age of streaming. um, I'm sorry, Kaylin, I keep bringing up how much we've (sighs) aged. But I this is important to the conversation. Okay. okay? Back Mm -hmm. in the day, if you wanted new music, you had to physically procure it. If I wanted to show at school that like I knew who all the local bands were, I would have to physically go to like the pizza places and the coffee shops and the garages where people were having these so-called like local band shows and pay $5 for a CD, right? Oh God, so many. You don't really have to do that anymore. Now all you have to do is hop into a playlist and like Spotify, for instance, will take you on a journey to find somebody new and that's it. You're already in their you're already in there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. It was so much harder to find things when we were younger. Like I, <laughs> so I just downloaded so many MP3s. I used every file sharing software. I had Napster, LimeWire, Kazaa, Rhapsody. I don't know. Like I downloaded all of them. And if I couldn't find a song on one of them, then I went to the other one. And by the time I was through with my parents' computer, it was not usable. <laughs> like, so many viruses. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so many viruses. And they're like, what it's are poor, you doing? And I'm like, computer. I don't know. It seemed like the right song, even though it was like 10 minutes long and uh, had a weird file name. <laughs> oh, I hated those those fake outs that they would do. It was basically like the chorus from the radio, just like looped over and over again. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is not the song. I can't burn this to a CD. Yeah. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Now you can buy special edition cassettes and LPs through Bandcamp and like you can get the whole package mm-hmm. and the MP3. And um, I... I find, though, that this age that we're living in is also overwhelming for me because I I was so tight-knit in the bands that I was listening to mm-hmm. for so much of my life. Yeah. And to have it splay out so far, it feels like if I buy tickets to the show, let's say, will I really know all the songs or will I just know the three of them that keep showing up in my playlists? I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, there's, it's still fun. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't think it really matters. Yeah. I mean, I go to shows where I'm like a super fan of the artist and I know every single song. And I've been going to shows where I only know a couple of songs and it's still, I don't know, still a great time, I think. 
It's kind of like being in high school, like, because I couldn't get my hands on every single album. And so I would know, like, one, the one CD that I had, I knew it by heart. And I didn't know, like, the super early stuff because it was hard to track it down at, like, Tower Records or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, Tower Records would never have the first album. It would only have the album that was, like, the most popular. So I think it's it's similar to that. Do you feel like your listening habits would maybe... And let's talk about this in terms of apps. Like, do you feel like there are other apps you would like to try out in the new year to listen to music? Um, like, yeah. I don't. Would you venture so. into Apple Music? Oh, I do have <laughs> Apple Music. I've I've used them all. Um, I have. Yeah, I have Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify. Really? Yeah. You know how carriers are just giving like free services with your yes. with your phone. So I have like a bunch of free services. Um, quote unquote free. Yeah. Subsidized. (laughs) It's part of your, right? Yeah, I'm definitely paying for them. Um, I think I got Amazon Music because for a while, Garth Brooks was only on Amazon Music and my mom was coming to visit me and she's like a Garth Brooks super fan. So like, I know. Um, That's a good daughter thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send her a clip from this podcast. Even though I love, but yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I've tried them all. Uh, I mean, I don't really have like a specific preference. Like Spotify is great because Spotify wrapped. Apple Music is great because it works with all my Apple things much more easily. But I think just in general, like transitioning from, you know, a, a, like I was a teen music super fan. Like I was at shows every single weekend. That's how I met like a lot of my friends. So I think transitioning from that era of my life to an adult, I had like a period of time where I wasn't really listening to much of anything like I kind of just was Mm -hmm. like oh whatever's on the radio is fine and now that the algorithms have gotten so good like I'm fully back into it I love going to shows I've discovered some amazing artists so this I think if I were a teen right now this would be like super thrilling oh yeah yeah. oh yeah yeah it's awesome I love it. Um, I will say one thing I will not venture into in the new year is YouTube music. <laughs> as much as I haven't even taken my free trial. Wow. By the way, from Google of every. Tri- I know I'm just not interested in going down that path after what happened to play music. So it's I'm so invested in. I've had Spotify since 2011. Remember back when they were just a little Swedish independent mm-hmm. company. And it's so it knows me so well. Again, back to the mm-hmm. algorithm. It feels like I'd be starting over somewhere oh, else. Would, yeah. I guess it's kind of like the physical CD collection, let's say. Well, all my physical CDs right? were stolen from my car. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Back in the era when mm-hmm. those were the things I had that like were a full booklet, like, oh, man, just hundreds of CDs, all of them gone. I had some classic mixes that I burned myself. Oh. Kids today will never know what it's like to, to painstakingly create a playlist out of mp3 wait wait no they will know they will know okay. let me tell you why because when you go on tiktok now all you see is vintage like people using vintage quote unquote i'm sorry this is so much <laughs> but i don't mean to do this but this is what this is how my usage kind of has been trending i guess but i see you can watch people like insert cds into a cd player on tiktok and just like experience no. that they go even further back to like 80s and 70s tech as well if you really want to like age yourself there um it's just so tiktoks of people inserting cds into mm, i don't 
Yeah. I was thinking about possibly. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Doing that with some of the old phones that I have around here. Like, look at this, like, old T9. Oh, my God. This is how we had to type oh back in the day. Oh, my God. You would get so many <laughs> followers. Oh, Flo. I, I know, know I would. And I re- but I don't have I, time. I, who has time? Teenagers. Teenagers. They're the only ones with time at this point, quite frankly. I love this for them. <laughs> I'm glad they're discovering things, and I wish them all the best. <laughs> yeah, enjoy enjoy being selfish yes. while you can, mm-hmm. children. <laughs> take it from take it from your aunties, Caitlin and Flo. <laughs> never call me Aunt Flo, by the way. Well, obviously, I would never. <laughs> auntie Flo is okay, though. Good to know. I'm I'm also okay. an auntie, Auntie Kate. Yes, to my nieces and nephews. Perfect. Great. Okay. Well, I guess as aunties now, we should start saying goodbye, (laughs) making our way out of the house. (laughs) As we are uh, (laughs) using our our canes and our walkers to show ourselves out. (laughs) Now that Flo has declared us basically dead. (laughs) I'm upset with you. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I just... I've been really in a reflective mood lately. That's why I all this know. stuff has been coming up. It's the it's the damn holidays. It does this. Okay, to me. so and then I promise I'll be a little more future facing toward the end okay. of the year. Okay, twenty twenty two, new right. you. Give me two weeks. Okay, that's all right. Too- In two weeks, when you come to the episode, it, I'll I'll sound a little more opto. Okay, okay? Right. I'm gonna hold you all to right. that. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'd like to, we'd like to thank our producer, Michaela Heck, for uh, listening to us just figure it out (laughs) every episode. Every single week, she has been there. Uh, as well as our sound engineer, Ryan Allen, who makes us sound oh so good. We'd also like to thank our cover designer, Vicky Lita, who made our cover art look so darn good. We'd like to remind you that you can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com if you've got comments, questions, concerns. You can also tweet us at gizmodo or, as we mentioned, tweet us at our personal profiles, oh, that flow and Caitlin underscore McGarry. Please, please like us. Please like us and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We absolutely appreciate it. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that really helps our discoverability. Anything you can do right now, we are a brand new burgeoning podcast, so... We're nowhere without you, fair listeners. So thank you so much for tuning in every week. Until next week, everyone, be safe, be happy, and look forward. Don't look back. (laughs) Don't look back. (laughs) 